If you've been wanting to find your purpose in life, but it all gets clouded because of all the struggles that you've been walking through, stay with me today. I want to share with you five things that are going to help clear that up and get you on the path to understanding God's purpose for your life here on God's Plan for Living. Welcome to the God's Plan for Living podcast, where I give you a simple roadmap to living your ideal kingdom life. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friend, so glad that you're with me today here on God's Plan for Living. Listen, none of us like walking through struggles in our life. I think if if we all had our choice, uh, we would not be going through those, anything that was difficult uh, in our life. But we know that's not a reality. We're all going to have struggles. But here's the deal. How we respond to those struggles really sets the stage for what comes next in our life, either continuing to struggle, continuing to go around uh, the same mountain, if you will, over and over and over again, or walking into maturity and walking into the fullness of what God has for us. I'm often reminded of the story of the Israelites who took uh, what should have been a two-week journey and turned it into a 40-year struggle of resistance and, and frustration that could have easily, I think, been been you know avoided had they just aligned themselves with what God wanted to do in their life and walked through that desert uh, in the timing and in the plan of God. But it did, they didn't. They took 40 years. It took an extended time. And I don't know about you, but I've had those extended times in my life, those times that uh, where you're walking through a struggle and uh, it's not comfortable and you don't like it and you're like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. And uh, I'm struggling in every way, resisting in every way uh, that I can, kicking against you know, everybody that's kind of coming to bring uh, help and assistance because I didn't want to be there. I know you probably have had uh, those same things in your life, but guess what happens? The more you do that, the more you resist these difficult times, the more you fight against all these difficult uh, struggles that can come up in your life. Guess what happens? You end up going around the same old mountain over and over and over again. The thing that I've realized over the years in my own life is that our greatest area of struggle, uh, the thing that we may struggle with, maybe uh, a temptation, maybe a mindset, maybe a way of, of walking through life or seeing life, the, the area that we struggle the most often reveals some of the most unique things that God wants to do in and through our life. They reveal that uniqueness of our calling, the, the potential impact that God wants to have on our life. I think about myself, for example, one of the the biggest areas of struggle that I've had in my life is in my mindset, learning to align my heart and mind, my thoughts, my beliefs, my feelings, not with my experience, not with the opinions of others, or not even with my own opinions, but what it is that God's word said. Well, guess what? The enemy set me up really early on to really have some big, big struggles in my life uh, with uh, I was, you know, walked through sexual abuse as a kid, uh, as a young teenager uh, by a same-sex family member. That was very, very difficult. Set me up for a lot of of confusion, especially with my relationship with the Lord, but also who I was uh, as a man. That led into pornography addiction, which led into uh, leading a double life, both as someone in college and then a young married man and someone that was also in ministry. Love Jesus, doing everything I knew how to do to to follow him. And yet, because of the deep wounding in my life, I had a secret life. And I was living in a way that was 
obviously not pleasing to the Lord, but super, super destructive, not only to myself, but also in my marriage. It was a really, really, uh, you know, horrible place to be in. And you say, well, Matt, how in the world could you think that God wanted to use anything like that? Guess what? (laughs) Just like the enemy has a plan for your life, God's got a plan for your life. And the enemy's plan is to steal and to kill and to destroy. And God's plan is to bring life and life more abundant, to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And as I started beginning to understand that God wanted to heal my heart and walk through these struggles with me in order to refine me and in order to mature me and bring me into the, the, the wide, beautiful place that he had for me in the kingdom, I started realizing, oh my gosh, the very thing God wants to use me in is the very thing the enemy has been attacking. <laughs> One of my greatest areas now of authority in my life is, guess what? Mindset. And it's helping others to get free of that garbage-filled thinking that has filled all of our minds for way, way too long and keeps most believers from walking in the fullness of what God called them to do. But guess what? I had to walk through some junk. I had to gain some authority in that area. I had to grow into maturity in that area so that I could handle and, and walk in the fullness of what God has called me to do. And my friend, the same is true with you. Whatever struggle it is that that you are facing right now in your life, whether it's a financial difficulty, whether it's an emotional, spiritual, or relational issue, even if it's a physical issue, this is only an opportunity for you to take this to the Lord and allow Him to bring healing and maturity in a deeper area in your life. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that God has put those things upon you. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. God is not a God that brings affliction on people to teach them lessons. He's a good father. He loves you, but he uses all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Why? Because he wants the difficulties of life and the things that we're we're all going to go through. He wants those things to be used for his glory to bring us into maturity. And so I've learned over the years that if you can reframe the way that you look at struggle and the way that you look at difficulty, it can actually be a moment of breakthrough and an opportunity for growth as opposed to a moment of defeat. When struggles come and when temptations come and when, when fear and anxiety come, instead of just laying down and, oh, here it is again, and life is going to be horrible, I knew it would happen like that, and just continuing this same self-sabotaging pattern, It's an opportunity to bring it to the Lord and say, Jesus, I know that you did not design this difficulty for me, but here I am in the middle of it nonetheless. God, give me grace in the middle of this and teach me how to respond. Heal my heart so that I'm not as uh, responsive to the temptation, as responsive to the struggle, and so I'm not as vulnerable next time so that I can gain strength Uh, in this area so that I can do all that you've called me to do, so that I can grow in stature, grow in wisdom, grow in knowledge, and grow in strength. So I want to give you today uh, five things that, uh, based in Scripture that I think are going to help you learn to reframe uh, struggles in your life. Because again, whatever your struggle is, it just reveals an area that God wants to go deeper in your life. You're saying, Matt, I'm dealing with a, a pornography addiction issue. 
He wants to go deeper in that area where you're rejecting intimacy, where you're looking for other lovers. Matt, I'm, I'm having a difficulty with, with my job and I'm struggling with my finances. He wants to teach you that he's the provider for your life. And if you'll just begin to disconnect from mammon and connect to him, he wants to release provision and opportunity and favor in your life like never before. But man, I've got a, a physical issue in my life that's been with me forever and my, my family's had it. It's just the, the way my life is. He wants to prove to you that just like you received your salvation by faith, you can also receive physical healing by faith because the Bible says by his stripes you were healed. I'm telling you, whatever struggle, whatever struggle that you're going through in your life, it's simply an area that the Lord wants to go deeper in to release his healing power into your life. And you can either, this is this is the interesting thing, you know, about the Lord, because he wants us to grow up and to mature in him and in the things that he has for us. And if you don't deal with it, if you don't allow these refining moments to happen in your life, guess what? They'll just come back around and the enemy will turn up the heat and many times those things will get worse. I think of, you know, when Jesus was, uh, after he was baptized, you know, and the Holy Spirit came down, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And then he was taken out into the wilderness. It's interesting the three ways that the enemy, uh, you know, attacked Jesus or tempted Jesus were in the areas of, of performance, power, and provision. And each one of those times, if you read that story, he goes, the enemy takes him to a place that's higher in geography than the one previous. And I just, I'm always reminded that the enemy is always raising the stakes. He's always raising the stakes. And so for, for me, I'm always trying to think, how can I, if I'm dealing with a struggle, if I'm dealing with an issue in my life, if I'm, if I'm facing an opportunity for for growth and maturity. I don't want to do anything that's going to extend this any longer than I have to. I want to say, Jesus, help me to deal with this. Help me to learn the lesson well. Help me to to allow you to break my heart of stone and to, to transform my mind to one that aligns with you so that I can move on quickly into the things that you have for me. I know that's your heart as well. So five, five things. Uh, number one, remember, struggle in this life is normal. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have trouble, <laughs> but take heart because what? I have overcome the world. So you're not trying to do this by yourself. You're doing this in his strength. You're doing this as empowered uh, by the grace of the Holy Spirit that's living inside of you right now. You're designed to roll the pressure to roll the anxiety over to Jesus, all right? Which brings me to number two. Jesus reminds us in Matthew eleven twenty eight. I want to read this out of the message, um, Matthew eleven uh, twenty eight 28 through 30, out of the message. I just love it. Jesus is reminding us to come to him. Again, we're going to have struggle, so don't try to do it by yourself. Number two, come to him. He says this in the message. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Again, look at the model of Jesus, right? 
Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So again, when these struggles come in life, don't allow those to call into question God's purpose and plans for your life. That's exactly what the enemy wants to do. You're disqualified. You'll never be good enough. You're not going to be able to do this. If God only knew what you just did, if other people found out all this kind of stuff, he's always sowing fear and anxiety. That is not God's plan. Listen, God's calling is without repentance. God's purposes and plans for your life are without repentance. He is not changing those. No matter what has gone on in your life, no matter what struggles are facing you right now, God is for you. And if you will come to him and roll those things onto him, that river of living water that is living inside of you by the Holy Spirit right now will be able to wash and flow freely again. Now, number three, I love David in Psalms. He says, you know, he's he's cried out to the Lord, this is horrible and they're going to get me and all this kind of stuff. And then he says, why so downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. In other words, things are really bad. (laughs) Things in the natural do not look like they're getting any better, but I'm going to choose, listen, by an intentional act of my will, I'm going to choose to put my hope in God. In other words, I'm going to choose to focus the expected end that I am looking for, the thing that I'm convinced is going to happen, I'm going to disconnect it from what the enemy has told me is going to happen, and I'm going to connect it with what God says is going to happen. He is my hope. He is my strength. Huge, huge. But it's an act of intention on your part, empowered by the grace of the Holy Spirit. Number four, Romans 5, 3 through 5. I love this. Paul says, not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which has been given to us. In other words, we're going to go through some difficult stuff in this life. It does not change God's love for us. It does not change God's purposes and plans for us. Count it all joy because the thing that the enemy meant for evil, God is using for good to strengthen you and to build authority in your life. Why? Not only so you can walk in it, but so you can be an ambassador of it so that you can release and empower others into the same authority that you are developing now in the spirit. And then number five is this, James 1, 2, and 4, count it all joy. My brothers, when you meet the trials of various kind, for you know that the testing of your faith produces what? Steadfastness, faithfulness, right? And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. In other words, there is there are some things that you're going to get that you're not going to get any other way than going through difficulty and refining and struggle and requiring perseverance. Listen, I didn't set it up that way. This is God's plan for living. This is God's plan of bringing us in to the fullness of what he's called us to. But my friend, I want to tell you, as you are trying to discern and follow God's purpose and plans for your life, don't let struggle define who you are. Don't let struggle redefine what God has called you to just because of fear 
and unbelief. Put your hope in God. Count it all joy. Stay steadfast in the Lord. Roll those things on him. Develop that tenacity and spiritual grit that we've all got to have as we endure. And listen, as you do, you will grow supernaturally, exponentially in your faith. And you'll get better and better at responding to refining moments quicker and quicker in your life as you as you uh, you know mature in the Lord. And God's going to use you in the areas that have previously been struggle and weakness in your life. He's going to use those to bring major freedom in other people's lives because you chose to cooperate with him. You chose to say yes. You chose to respond quickly and stay in the process. Listen, that's God's plan for living. I love you, my friend. I'm so glad you're here with me all the time. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave me a comment below. Let me know your thoughts. If you're listening on the podcast, be sure you're subscribed. Also, uh, leave a review so that everybody knows this podcast is a blessing to you. Join me again right here on God's Plan for Living. And also grab the book if you've not already. You can grab it over on Amazon and uh, you can grab the audio book, the ebook, the print book. And uh, if I could come read it at your at your kitchen table to you, I'd do it, but I can't do that. So <laughs> listen, grab it. I know it's going to be a big, big blessing to you. And uh, if you've already gotten it, grab some for a friend and share with them the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. I love you, my friend. Thanks for being with me. And remember, join me again next time here on God's Plan for Living. Bye. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just want to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.